Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. Going on, success as listeners, Tyler McCart coming at you, episode 176. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Want to get this episode out uh, to you guys, and um, I'm actually traveling this week and I'm actually pre recording this, so this is actually not on the same week and same time I'm releasing this. But I wanted to uh, get a message out to you um, over the last goodness, let's see, over the last month, two, two or three months. I've been reading a lot of parenting books and a lot of uh, books on, you know, being a good husband, being a good father. Uh, you you guys know that if you've listened to any of my, you know, episodes of the last uh, couple months here. And you know, guys I always want to, you know, throw it out there that you know take the challenge of the five episode challenge uh, to where that you can actually go back and listen to uh, those episodes and hear um, kind of the the whole trek and whole understanding of where I'm coming from with some of my content. So with that said, the, this whole entire thing that I wanted to point out is if you are married or if you're going to get married and you're a guy, okay, you're a guy, there is, um, without mixing any words, there's a lot of responsibility to being the man of the house. You know, the book that I'm currently about three-fourths almost done with, Point Man, <clears throat> does a great job of hitting a lot of areas where it is concerning being the the lead role, uh, the leader of your home. Um, you know, that is kind of how the Bible calls it, that the man is the leader of the household. You know, he's not the dictator, okay, of the household he is the leader of the household and you know there's a lot of things that come with that and I know that for me um, as I as I was early I mean I've been married now for 18 years okay Amy and I we got married um, whenever I had literally less than a month I'd graduated college um, I you know got uh, got married and Amy and I were all for the races. And, you know, if I could listen to a podcast or listen to an episode that would kind of maybe give me a couple things that I might want to get my attention, but also, you know, give me some tools or give me some things to kind of help me out with my first year to two, three years of marriage so that I can have, you know, a marriage that goes into double digits. I mean, one of the topics that happened to be at the dinner table uh, this past, uh, actually last night for my kids, uh, was about divorce and how that, you know, uh, there's some families that go through a divorce and how it's not a funny, a fun experience. And it's not exactly the most biblical thing that should happen between a husband and wife. And, you know, how that we as a family view divorce and, you know, how our kids need to understand about divorce, uh, because they're going to have friends that are going to come from a divorce uh, situation. And so, you know, 
the D word is a it's not it's not even in the conversation you know as far as Amy and I bringing it up okay for the last 18 years of our marriage you know I would definitely say that we've grown a lot we've changed a lot uh, that it is a ongoing never-ending constant improvement constant communication of between she and I um, I know that I, I've meet I've met with several guys that are out there that you know really kind of struggle you know in their marriage and I can say that I will say that Amy and I we've never struggled in our marriage um, you know but I can tell you that you know we've never we've always had a, a marriage that is always in a constant improvement and one of the verses in in the word that clearly communicates how the husband has to treat his wife actually comes from first first peter 3 verse 7 okay and i'm not going to uh, read this right now to you guys uh, but i'll give you a summation of it all right so it's basically peter talking he's probably um up in age at this time he he was married uh, or is married at this time and he's given some advice and one of the things he talks about in there is how that you are as a husband supposed to handle your wife that's literally what he says in there handle your wife very delicately all right some uh some of the ver some of the versions uh in the word uh talk talk about it that she's the weaker of of the sex uh other versions say that you need to give her proper understanding okay and this is where a lot of guys i feel like you know kind of miss out on it that they don't you know they're either their ego is involved or maybe they just uh, don't have any understanding or maybe they are just not willing to change about how to delicately handle your wife because if you want to have a stable marriage if you want to have a long-lasting marriage you have got to understand your wife. And by the way, I'm at a red light right now, so I'm going to read the verse. Okay, It says, In the same way husbands must live with your wives with proper understanding. That, that word proper is delicate or you know, um, a, a, an understanding of a deeper sense. Okay, That they are the more delicate than you are. So the understanding is, this whole thing about the understanding, guys, is you got to be a, a student of your wife. Can I just say it that way? You've got to actually make it your mission in life to understand your wife, okay? And it says, treat them with respect because they have also received together with you God's gift of anoint of life. Or I've heard other versions say God's gift of grace or the anointing that is on your life is also on her life, okay? But this is, this is where that it kind of, you know, will ring your bell, okay? So if you're a guy, this is where, you know, as one of my business mentors said, here's the foot stomper, okay? Do this, do all that, what, what he just said, of proper understanding, knowing that they are more delicate, okay, that you need to respect 
because they've received the same anointing and same gift of grace that you have. Do this that nothing will interfere with your prayers. I believe the Amplified uh, Bible says so that your prayers are, um, your prayer life is not affected or that your prayers are, you know, your prayers will actually become ineffective if you don't do this. That's a, that's a huge wake-up call. <laughs> Having a successful marriage is you actually doing a study of how to understand your wife of doing a study of knowing how to treat your wife and so that your prayer life is not hindered, okay? So, in the interest of time, because I'm almost back to uh, where I need to be, I'm going to give you three things that I, Tyler, have found that has helped me with my wife, okay? With my wife, all right? Number one, number one, you have got to love the Lord your God. I know this is going to be wild to say this, but you, the husband, have got to be more in love with your Heavenly Father, with Holy Spirit, with your, with, uh, you know, Jesus <laughs> more than your spouse, okay? And you have to be hearing from Holy Spirit with that relationship, there's a key thing. You might say you love Jesus and you go off and serve and do all the things. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about going to serving. I'm talking about having a relationship that is front and center, that you actually have a continuous conversation going on with Holy Spirit on a day-to-day, moment-by-moment basis. Grace, grace, right there. I see something that... I've believed God for, so I always, when I see, see it, I just always say, grace, grace. Anyway, so that's uh, that's number one. It's not going and working for the Lord. No, that is what, no. It is a relationship, the communication between you and your Heavenly Father and the Holy Spirit and working things with Him, all right, from a communication standpoint. That relationship, you have to have that front and center above your relationship with your wife, Okay. Number two, I'm going to tell you a book that you need to go get your hands on, okay? That book is called The Five Love Languages, right? Do you know your wife's love language, okay? Do you know what it is, right? Because let me tell you something. That right there, guys, that one book will give you more insight to know how to dial in your wife than any other book out there in my my opinion, okay? That book was awesome for me. Like, I know that my wife, okay, I know that with Amy, of 18 years of marriage, her number one love language is gifts, okay? That if I want to fill her love tank, all right, or put deposits in her love bank, ever how you want to look at it, I know that I need to speak her love language. And what is her love language? It's gifts. So I know that if I get her a little something, like say it might be a little candy bar, or I might, you know, pick up something, you know, on the way home from a trip, or, you know, I might do a little, um, like, you know, get her a nice little card and give her a card, right? It's the actual thought and giving of the gift to her 
that fills her love tank up. And man, that just, it just does something to her. Okay. Number three, number three, and I go back to my mom. Okay. My mom, I never will forget my mom sitting there with me at my kitchen table at the home that I grew up in. And my mom telling me, Tyler, if you want to be a good, good husband, you need to learn how to read your wife's body language. Stop being an idiot. I mean, she didn't say this, but this is basically what I turned. Quit being blind and an idiot to the body language of your wife. And I never will forget my mom sitting there telling me, say, Tyler, look, you know, if you see your wife, you know, at the, um, over there at, um, you know, making dinner and she's, you know, over the stove or doing whatever, and she's got her head kind of drooped to the side and her shoulders kind of shrunk forward, wake up and know, hey, alert to Tyler, maybe my wife is not having a good day. Maybe something has upset her. Or, you know, maybe my wife is kind of, you know, kind of quiet with me right now and she's not exactly reaching out. Or here's the one, maybe my wife is wanting me to talk more. And, you know, I'm kind of getting annoyed because my wife's always saying, well, what do you think about this? Are you getting mad at me? And I'm sitting there going, well, you know, I just don't want, I'm not thinking about anything. I don't, whatever. Here's the thing. Study your wife. Talk a little bit more. Okay. Let her know your thoughts. Okay. Read her body language. Here's another thing that I can tell you. This is a bonus one. Get, if you've got kids, especially if you've got young kids, Okay, especially kids that are like toddlers and babies and, you know, in elementary school. Give your wife a couple of hours of a break where she can go out and do whatever she wants. And you got the you your man in the ship with the kids so she can go out and, you know, get with a girlfriend if she needs to or she can just go out and you know, uh, talk or go shopping, whatever she needs, a couple hours to go recharge her battery to get her, get the little kids out from under her feet. Okay. That is, that is a, that's worked so well for me in giving my wife some space from her kids. Okay. So SEC, I'm parked, I'm back to where I need to be. So I'm done. So SEC, let me tell you something, guys. If you want to partner with me, if you get value from actually this podcast, I would ask you to partner with me. I'd ask you to actually, you know, contribute to what is being uh, given to you uh, if you'd like to. If you feel led to do that, I would welcome it. You can go to patreon.com backslash Tyler McCart. Okay? So success as community, know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health, and the spirit of breakthrough is upon you guys. And gang, we'll catch you on the other side.